Hey, and joining me now on the Sunday Session panel, we've got Irene Gardner. Good morning, Irene. Good morning, kia ora. And we've also got political commentator Ben Thomas. Morning, Ben. Kia ora. Good to have you both with us. Hey, look, um, friend of the show, Katie Bradford, uh, broke a story this week that there is a potential that hairdressers and beauty salons may be allowed to reopen this week, which would kind of mean that Auckland was heading to alert level 3.3. My first question to you, Irene, is can you remember what that level means? (laughs) I can remember, and I don't find all of the levels and traffic light things, all that difficult to understand. But I have had a lifetime of working in media, so I'm used to taking information in and processing it. But it is getting quite confusing for people. And I think this point where we're only really a week out from December and the new system and a bit more freedom, if it were me making the decision, I wouldn't add too much more into the mix at this point. I think I would just leave it alone. Although I see what they were trying to do. They were trying to use a little bit of hairdresser and other related businesses opening to test the vaccine passing. So I see the intention, but it may just cause a lot of stress and confusion. Because here's the thing, Ben, we know how frustrated businesses are and we know how frustrated especially people like hairdressers are when they're seeing that optometrists and and beauty therapists and other people are opening is is it worth moving as as Irene said you know is it worth moving to this new alert level which has different rules when essentially early December we're going to move into the traffic light system and it's all going to change again is it just is it adding too much confusion to things No, look, I think that now, you know, having dispensed with the sort of sublime elegance of the alert level system as it was introduced last year, um, we are now adding on sort of bolt-ons and alterations and addendum and errata, just like all the other countries in the world have been doing for about a year and a half. I I think people, you know, the, the, the people who are really desperate to get to a hairdresser will be able to understand the changes, you know. If, if they come to pass, it's probably good to give the Vax Pass a little bit of a tryout. Um, you know, we saw this week that the sort of in the rush for everyone to get theirs, you know, the system crashed a bit. So, you know, look, you know, kind of uh, drip feed it as much as possible, I think. Um, you know, other people, you know, Tina Nata in uh, the East Cape, who's sort of asking Aucklanders and other people from around the country not to come to Tairawhiti because of vulnerable communities there, uh, might appreciate the heads up of that, that all Aucklanders are sort of kind of shaggy, Shrek the sheep looking people, so they're easily identifiable. Um, but there seem to be a lot of people who are really, uh, really looking forward to getting a trim. Yeah, so so really, we're sitting in a waiting room in a sense, Ben, and and that's for that's for these other reasons. You, to be honest, I got my vaccine certificate. It took me thirty seconds to download that. It was a piece of cake. I understand that, of course, it's been overloaded at times, but I found that process really easy. But we're waiting for the app to catch up. We're waiting for you know we're still just giving other people time, as you say, to to raise those vaccination rates, Ben. That's why we're going to sit in this little waiting room until we move to the traffic light system. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. The, the, yeah, the, the, I mean, you know, the government set its date. In terms of certainty, it's probably best that we wait until then for the official start of the traffic light system, just to, to kind of reduce that uncertainty that Irene's talking about. Um, but we all know what's coming, and you know, let, let people get let people look their best on Freedom Day. I so. <laughs>
Oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm resigned to the fact that there's a possibility that I won't even be able to get into my hairdresser once she finally opens. She's going to be so busy. I just, I'm going to turn up to family Christmas and basically as everyone walks in the door, I'm just taking their phones. I'm just, just No photos. <laughs> that's, that's the way I'm going to deal with things. Uh, Irene, of course, Auckland's borders are opening up. Do you have any great plans? Are you going to hit the road with everybody else? Oh, I feel kind of mixed about it. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel a bit bad about us inflicting our disease selves on everybody else. But I guess it is inevitable. I mean, we couldn't, you know, it, we, what we've been doing is not sustainable. And, you know, I, people are going to have to realise that there's going to be some cases of Delta everywhere. Um, but no, I, I'm not in a great rush. I probably will go down country a little bit to see my brother and his family for Christmas. Um, it's just, you know, sort of Cook's Beach way. Um, whether I would be getting on a plane and going where, I don't know. I think I, I, I always seem to be a wee bit slow. There's other people who are desperate to do everything the first moment they can, whereas I'm kind of like, oh, I'll just get that bit of time. What was what you sort of getting? What's the feel you're getting from people around you, Ben? Everybody keen to hit the road as fast as possible? <laughs> yeah, look, I think there's... Um a real sense of sort of claustrophobia that's kind of set in in Auckland. Um, you know, we have many delights in Tamaki Makoto, but, um, you know, people do like to get around the country, particularly in summer to go and see their friends in Fano. Um, look, I, you know, I, I might, I might hazard a trip down to Wellington, um, but some some of the more sort of remote areas that I'm kind of accustomed to going to, which are are these ones that you know we've talked about quite a lot with, um, you know, long trips to hospitals, you know, not really a lot of kind of uh, slack, I guess, in the health systems there uh, for any outbreaks. I, I I think there, you know, it's almost sort of a bit of a matter of politeness that you know mm. we, we probably don't head over to the East Cape to, as as much for people's peace of mind yeah. as any real kind of threat. How sensible and responsible have you been? That's all we need, isn't it? That's how we get through things like this. Oh, that's just a, the team of six million working together. <laughs> it certainly is. Uh, it, it, just very quickly, um, I think there's a bit of caution. I mean, I, Irene, I, I don't know what the figures are from retail, but I have heard anecdotally from a lot of people who maybe popped to a mall and things over this week. And, you know, it's not like they're pumping. It's not like they're really busy. I think everyone's made comments, you know, that doesn't doesn't feel like Auckland's run out and, you know, torn into life. Yeah, I see again. And I, I mean, I, I'm probably quite a cautious person, but I haven't. I mean, I obviously I was going to the supermarket, the chemist, you know, during all of this. But since I've been allowed to go to other retail, I haven't. Mm. Um, I guess I've just got into the habit of either not shopping or shopping online. So yeah, I think it is a bit spooky for retail, but. I don't know, I guess as our VAX rates get better and better, which hopefully they will, and, and get more into that, that the new normal, I hate that expression, of, you know, that, that, that it's there, but if you're vaccinated, you're less risk. And I, I guess at some point things might get back to some sort of a more normal situation. Mm. Look, been talking. I'm going to completely change the topic. A topic. I just want to get your opinion on this very quickly. There's there's been a story that's broken how a, a Chinese gentleman has been banned from an all-you-can-eat restaurant after the owner accused him of eating too much. If you go to an all-eat restaurant, Ben, would you think that the, unless it's in the fine print, that really you can eat as much as you want? Look, this is a topic very dear to my heart. Um, <laughs> I. I <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I I read that story and I felt personally victimised by the owners <laughs> of that restaurant. Um, you know, there there are, there are some of us 
for whom all-you-can-eat buffets are um, a, co- a cost-effective, <laughs> a cost-effective treat. Um, you know, there are there are there are, there are, there are, there are some of us who go to fancy restaurants and and pay a lot of money for you know a, a small fillet um, and and just leave you know and, and have to go to McDonald's afterwards. And so. Um, you know, I know I, I, I think that's terrible. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's all, it's, it's all you can eat. It's all you can eat. I mean, you know, there will be some sort of um, there will be some. You know, you, you make it on the ups and downs, right? Uh, most, most people don't eat as much as this, this one poor guy did, and uh, and and that's how they average out their uh, their costs. Can you can you argue <laughs> against that, Irene? Well, see, I'm quite a small person, so I can only eat so much. And I have, in fact, been told by male companions over the years that, you know, I'm not a person that you take to the all-you-can-eat because it's just not good value for money taking me. <laughs> um, but to get back to the original principle, I, it's all you can eat. So the Greek Chinese man, he can eat the whole place out if he wants to. That's, that's the drill. Yeah, no, I think they're going to have to work on their marketing. Irene Gardner, Ben Thomas, thanks so much for your time.